1: It's Tuesday, the most productive day of the week, and we are being joined by Neil Justin, who covers all things uh, media for the Star Tribune. And Neil, thanks for coming on our program at the single strangest time of the year, the week of in-between.
0: Of course. It wouldn't be a holiday season without chatting with you.
1: It really wouldn't. We're calling this... Does that sound believable? (laughs) It, It is. We're calling this week, though, the holiday taint. Are you okay with that? That's fine. Is this episode a rerun? No, it's not. It's
0: not. Okay. Uh, Everything else is in reruns. I just assumed this is a rerun. I
1: know. It is such a weird, strange time. Everything is just sort of like, uh, you know, on hold. But there are a lot of people at home this week or having a more relaxed week of work or whatever. And it's amazing how much TV there is. And it feels like this is a time when people really get caught up on TV shows. So I know last. uh, we can. We did put a link up. We we wanted to talk to you about what your best shows of twenty twenty one were.
0: Absolutely. Where do you want to start?
1: Well, let's start with the show that we know we a thousand percent agree on. All of us: uh, Brittany, Grant, myself, Julia, and you, hacks. If people haven't watched that show,
0: yeah, it's uh, it's terrific. There are other critics that liked it more than than I did. It just made my top ten, but. Uh, you know, a great cast, and uh, I-, I think my only hesitation to put it up higher was there's been so many shows about stand-up comedy. Um, but, you know, I guess it's not fair to uh, blame Hacks for being maybe a little late to the game. Maybe, maybe that's the only thing you can blame it on. And uh, it-, it took a different rod into the world by focusing on, shall we say, a middle-aged comic yeah. uh, played wonderfully by by Gene Smart. And, uh, you know, they found a different way to to explore that world. And Hannah Eisbinder is just terrific. Um, so, yeah, I liked it a lot. And I think if people haven't checked it out yet, I think they'll get a kick out of it.
1: Yeah, that's on uh, HBO Max is where you can see that. Now, this show was just um, described as the highest rated show that they've ever had on Hulu. And it made your uh, top ten list only murders in the building.
0: Yeah, again, um, you know, we've seen thrillers before this is a this is a crime thriller. Whodunit. Uh, but it mainly hinges on the fact that it's Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen their live show or seen them on Saturday Night Live or or anything else, um, uh, those two together are just are just brilliant. Uh, they're it's basically them busting each other up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're masters at it. And, uh, you know, I, I guess if there's any surprise, it's, uh, that Selena Gomez holds her own. Uh, boy, what a talent she turned out to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see it coming, but, uh, her, uh, her performances as an actor and then her cooking show, I just love. Oh, you do. And I've sort of had the reverse with her. Um, her, TV shows have gotten me interested in her music. And I think she's also a wonderful uh, uh, singer and songwriter. Uh, yeah, and is. I think she sometimes gets forgotten in the Taylor Swift, uh, Demi Lovato, and some of the others who have maybe a slightly higher profile. But she's got something that I think some of those other uh, young a musical artists don't have and that's the ability to act she's a she's a great comic actor
1: yeah yeah i know that it was a really and i love her character mabel what a great name
0: yeah and and i do i i've made i've mentioned this before but her cooking show which she created uh during the uh during the pandemic i think it might have been on my top 10 list last year um It's a hoot, and uh, it's great fun if you're still stuck at home doing cooking. She's a great host, and I'm not a big cooking show fan, but I I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, it's so good. What's it on? Do you guys know? Um, I've just seen clips. Like, I'll watch clips of it online, um, but... um, Is it on Netflix, or...? I can't
0: even think what... (sighs) Yeah, what's it on? Is
1: it on HBO Max as well? um let me check okay she'll she'll check that out she'll make you feel so good about your skill sets in the kitchen too and she's very funny about it and excited very funny and she's
0: got great rapport with the chefs even though it's done by zoom and she's just a delight
1: oh i love it that you're that you've discovered a romance uh tv romance with selena because she is so great we've loved her so it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it took me a while. Yeah. It's yeah. On HBO Max. Okay, yeah. so you
0: can watch it on HBO Max or HBO yeah. Now.
1: Okay, um, well, uh, talk to us about, because both Grant and I absolutely love this show, and we were delighted that it was number eight on um, your television list, and I don't know how many people saw it. It's on Netflix, but Sweet Tooth.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of got forgotten, I, and I'm not sure why. I think maybe the title threw people off. Um, They thought it was something that that it isn't, but it's kind of this charming fairy tale Mm -hmm. um, that is kind of a throwback to Wizard of Oz and uh, Pinocchio and so on. It's a little bit darker, um, and it's not a cartoon, uh, but it's just this really charming um, uh, fairy tale, uh, and I can't wait to see where it goes in future seasons. I I hope there's future seasons,
1: yeah. Um, but that's definitely
0: a show. That uh, these top ten lists are good for because um, they otherwise get forgotten, and uh, it's a show when people ask me, oh I've watched everything well, yeah. I bet you haven't watched sweet too,
1: yeah and um, it's true like i I've been looking at a lot of different places, top uh, ten lists for TV because at least the one good thing that comes at the end of the year is we do get these lists because you sometimes you feel like you 've watched everything or you've explored or seen every documentary, if you like music, but then you're like, wait, I didn't even know about this one. Like the one I didn't know or somehow that I missed was the Ken Burns, the Muhammad Ali.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and what a great time to watch these uh, Ken Burns documentaries. He has two documentaries that made my top 10 list. Uh Uh, you know, uh, the Muhammad Ali and the Ernest Hemingway Mm. docs, which came out at different parts and they're both long and they're both thorough and they're both uh, absolutely addictive. You know, I was uh, like a lot of people, a little skeptical on the Ali project because I thought, well, I know everything about Muhammad Ali Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's been 8,000 books and just as many TV specials about him. But uh, Ken Burns has a way of taking even familiar subjects and, and, Looking at them through through new eyes, and uh, he he certainly did that again again here uh, with both of them. Uh, but I, I with with Hemingway, it was more of an education, a basic education of him. With Ali, it was things I didn't know and, and putting him in a different light. Like so, what is
1: one thing uh, you didn't know that you found out
0: about Muhammad Ali? Mm-hmm. Uh, his birth name was Chuck. No, I. No. Uh, that's not- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think to me, I think the thing that sticks out was his relationship with Elijah Muhammad and and how much more complicated it was mm-hmm. than um, than I thought, um, and uh, how I uh, believe it was Muhammad's son or uh, nephew played such a major role in, in Ali's life. Um, one could say manipulated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I found that very fascinating. Uh, there was certainly a lot on his uh, religious conversion and how that affected his life that I thought was was pretty pretty fascinating.
1: Okay, now ta- okay, now talk to us. Oh,
0: or... and also let me just add yeah. before going on. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge boxing fan, mm-hmm. but I always wondered if Ali was more of a great public figure than a great boxer. You know, I always wondered, I asked my boxing fan friend, how good was Ali really in his prime? And this was the first time I really sat down and watched footage from his early fights, you know, before I was old enough to, yeah. for him to register. And he was a terrific boxer. And, um, you know, this is before the Frazier fights and, um, you know, before the Larry Holmes fights and, and the fights that, that I knew growing up. Um he was a terrific, smart, uh, uh, athletic boxer that's as good as anybody I've ever seen. And and watching some of that footage from his early years is really eye-opening.
1: Okay, I can't wait to see that because I, I loved Muhammad Ali. I remember his, you know, like I float like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. And people were, I just vaguely remember because I was, you know, littler. And I just remember yeah. people going, oh, he's such a bragger or whatever. And I just thought it was like so great that it rhymed and he seemed so cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the alley I knew too, sort of the personality. Yeah. Um and and watching the footage from him just a pure boxer was pretty eye opening for me. Um and even if you know, if you don't uh, care about the sport of boxing, I only care a little bit, but I cared enough to be kind of wowed by his talent in the ring.
1: Okay. Okay. So that's Hemingway. Those are Ken Burns on PBS, Hemingway, Muhammad Ali. Give us, uh, give us your go. Three, two, one, give us your go that way. Start with number three.
0: Well, uh, number three was get back. um, The Beatles documentary. Uh, I, I don't think I enjoyed it the proper way because I had to watch it in the middle of the night uh, to get it in Mm -hmm. the paper. Mm -hmm. Um, I I had to watch all eight hours um, and and pull an all-nighter. I think it's probably best watched in, in, in smaller doses. Yeah. Um, But it, it, you know, even if you know a lot about the Beatles, uh, it shows you how they work together and how any artist puts an album together uh, with such great detail. Peter Jackson, best known for The Lord of the Rings and other epics, did a terrific job of calling together this material. The only downside of it is um, it, it revolves around the album Let It Be, which is probably the Beatles' weakest album, okay? Um, in my opinion. It, it's still a good album. Right. Um, but it's the weakest of their albums, uh, uh, but... Still, it's not as much about the music as it is about the process. Yeah, and, I, uh, I have seen it yet. But, but, uh, but we, it's terrific.
1: That's what I've heard, and it's fun to see the guys in their like, natural studio habitat, if you were.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other uh, number two is uh, uh, Dope Sick on, on Hulu, which um, has really, uh, more than any other sort of miniseries this year, haunted me um, in in its look at Oxycontin and and how it affected um, this country. It really takes down um, the company behind it in a very effective way. And and it also sort of uh, reinforced that Michael Keaton is back. Yeah. Uh, I'm such a huge Michael Keaton fan. The whole cast is great, uh, including Rosaria Dawson. But Keaton... He, he's all the way back, man. Yeah, uh, it's and I'm on, so thrilled. It's We've on been, our
1: list. We're going to watch it because Julia has been raving about it. She just said it was so eye opening and terrific.
0: And, and the thing about Keith and I can go on and on, this is a different performance for him. He's somebody that we kind of think of as a cocky guy from Night Shift and right. Mr. Mom and Batman, you know, kind of full of himself. And he's very humbled and humbled. Yeah, uh, in this uh, in this series, it's a different performance from him, and uh, he he's terrific. Uh, number one was was number one halfway through. I may be the only critic in the country that even has it on their top ten list. I know I've talked with you guys about it before, and that's a series called Chad on on TBS. Um, this is a, a series with SNL veteran Nassim Pedrad playing a fourteen year old yes. boy. Um, I have done everything I can to um, drum up interest in this okay. series. I feel like I failed, okay. although season two is coming.
1: All right. Um,
0: and uh, I hope people catch up with it um, initially. And, and sometimes that just happens. I remember when uh, when I first started doing these top ten lists, there was a freshman show that I put at number one called Gilmore Girls.
1: Mm-hmm. People
0: said, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, what is this show? Um, And it took a few years for people to catch on. I kind of feel like that show didn't really catch on until after it was over.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, Neil. We're going to watch Chad, we promise. And we're going to have you on in the new year uh, to talk about what's coming up. But it was just great to, you know, get your list and go over some shows so people can add some things that they haven't watched yet to their list.
0: Good. Well, have a great new year. Um, Glad you checked in. And this might be the best repeat. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, it's the show has ever happened.
1: It is. They're <laughs> going to replay it this weekend for sure. Follow Neil. Oh, fantastic. At Neil, Justin, or of course, pick up the Star Tribune. Thanks so much, Neil. Okay. All take right, care. Bye.